0: The following show will contain spoilers, but trust us, you'll want to hear about it anyway. Please be advised that this episode contains discussions about difficult subject matter.
1: Christ! We're not hunting him, he's hunting us! Welcome to subversive cinema. I have known you since you were a kid, Ricky. Ever since you were seven and eight years old, you've shown superhuman strength. Disrespectful conduct. Flippant and tasteless verbal remarks. No, no,
2: I'm afraid that
0: they wouldn't approve of that at all. Subversive Cinema. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of Subversive Cinema. I am your host, Art, to be your wrangler of the weird, Sherpa to the strange and purveyor of the peculiar. And we are here at Subversive Cinema to look at some of the weird, wacky, and downright wrong entries in cinematic history. We'll see which one uh, this movie falls onto pretty soon, but how do we look at that? So we we try to look at what subversive qualities these films have. You know, what gives it that special tangy sauce of of uniqueness, for good or for bad. And we do that by looking at the character story and the what the fuck factor. And today's dish under the microscope is 2011's The Taint. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> say the name without laughing. It's great it's uh it's directed by Drew Baldock and Dan Nelson and written by Drew and to talk about it is longtime friend and the constant survivalist of our show given the <laughs> the, the content i give him but i think he enjoyed this one it's chris chris is back chris how are you doing
2: ah uh, what's up guys this is uh this one was great so i have to say i'm doing much better than i did with trash humpers <laughs> which by far was the worst most horrible movie i've ever seen in my life
0: yeah so you know i'll start with the the regular groundwork here chris so has you ever heard of this movie
2: absolutely not i didn't think so <laughs> never and,
0: heard of this one and i think by by your reaction are you glad i made you watch it
2: i actually am this this was such a fun ride uh great experience and uh just so ridiculous it's just great
0: it's <laughs> it's so wonderfully bad shit. I have to give the little disclaimer that was in the front is because we are going to talk about some of the things that happen in the movie, but they are handled with such a dark, macabre humor, we have to discuss it. So this movie is, I don't know, maybe I just have a warped sense of humor and you are very much like me and you have a warped sense of humor. This this film is just fucking hilarious for all the dark reasons. And I can't help but to think that They balanced it in such a way that, you know, you could see some of the stuff that happens in this movie, probably in other films, and it wouldn't have the same effect. I don't know what it is, what the special sauce is that Drew and the team brought to this, but it just fucking works. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) let's get into this, shall we? So The Taint, it's a story about a poison water supply, insane misogynists, penis obsession, and way too much semen there's a lot of jizz in this movie it's a lot a lot it's everywhere everywhere
2: in this movie
0: <laughs> so in a nutshell we are introduced to our our hero of the film i guess you can call him the hero his name is phil o'jinni and uh i actually have something i i read about that just occurred to me about his name that i'll get into shortly but you, you are introduced to him. He is just waking up in the middle of this cornfield and some sort of shack having, I guess, banged this chick. And they run into this crazy scythe-wheeling yokel in, in Long John's who's just shitting his pants and he's carrying a severed penis and he's just nuts. And as he runs away, we see our title sequence, which gives us a very quick visual representation of what happened through old-timey footage where you see you know, a pleasant hamlet somewhere in America and the water processing. And then you see how science starts to mess with things, and it creates this green color. And then this color slowly invades all of society through the water supply. And that, my friends, is the taint. So what we're seeing is how the taint spread to get everywhere, and it eventually gets into the clouds. You can't get away from the taint. If you are near water, you're going to get tainted. And what the taint is, it just drives men fucking nuts. It makes them crazy, raging misogynists who get off on murder. And the most vile and despicable type of murder turns them on the most. So we're talking about head crushing and sawing people and ripping limbs off and lots of stuff like that and skull fucking. And, uh, and with that comes not only lots of blood and gore, but oodles of ejaculation shots usually shown in close-up. So much. Uh, Peter North would be, would blush at how much these people ejaculate. So there we are. So let's get into the nitty gritty here. There are lots of fun characters in this. So Chris, which character or characters stood out to you? why? <laughs> <laughs> We're
2: going to bounce around a little bit on this. Oh,
1: yes, um, we are.
2: <laughs> so I, I, one of the, one of the craziest characters, one of the funniest characters to me was actually the um the guy he met in the woods who he had gone to high school with prior. What's oh. his name? I can't think Are of it. Are you talking name. about the, the one with the, the, the shorts? Yes. <laughs> the... Well, he was the gym teacher, yeah. He so... a gym teacher, yeah. Yeah, he went to high school there and he was a gym teacher. Houdini played by Cody Crenshaw. Hilarious. <laughs> that oh. guy was very funny. Oh, yes. Um, and also Ludus, the guy the, with the mask. Yes,
0: <laughs> played by Kenneth Hall, who provides some very much needed exposition. Ludus yes. was dope. I, I mean, look, how do you go wrong when you have Frudini, though, who starts up with this sort of introduction?
1: I have proven my leadership abilities by excelling in various forms of hand-to-hand combat. This fist is legend. Legend fisting. Yes, this fist has gotten me out of many tight jams and into them, repeatedly, again and again. It is a good fist. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: and, and that, that weird, weird voice at the end belongs to Alligator Fuckhouse, because all of Houdini's guys have the best fucking names.
2: His crew is is just so hilarious, man. The way they come together, <laughs> and there's like one old man who walks slow and talks about gang rape. <laughs> oh, oh, we're we're gonna get into the gang rape. The gang, gang rape. rape. Discussion. We take our gang rape seriously. It's like Jesus Christ.
0: Oh yes. Well, you know what? How could I? How could I just talk about these people and then not actually introduce them? So here we're gonna do a little sound off.
1: Philo, Jenny, Mr. Johnson. They call me Houdini now. Ooh. Meet my crew! Brown-Eye! Balloon Knight!
0: Chili Dog! Swamp Daddy!
1: Pink Duck! Alligator Buckhouse!
0: Nice to meet you. That's that's a, that's an example of the comedic timing that I love. It's like you have this this thrashing rift as you're introducing in this like whip pans punch in zoom montage, and then it just cuts dead for <laughs> Phil. Just just be like,
2: hey, what's up? It's just so ridiculous. And the funny thing about this movie is the further it goes, <laughs> the more ridiculous it gets. It's so great. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it
0: it gets fucking bad shit. It's so good. It's so funny. I'm glad you brought up Houdini because he is the one, one of the main guys to watch, especially because of his fucking montage of how he's been yes. training for this his whole life. <laughs> and then we are treated to a montage that goes on for, I think, at least two minutes of him just pumping iron, getting a boner, <laughs> sitting in his room and. Just yeah, it's it's it,
2: phenomenal. It is. It's a it's a true masterpiece. Whoever oh, yeah. when they put this together, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then of course, how can we not go into to Ludus a bit here? Let me find something where he could.
2: Say something. The first scene with Ludus is hilarious.
0: <laughs> you mean when he rips the face off, or he rips
2: the face off, and then and then um. And the guy's like, well, I guess I should thank you. And he's like, yeah, you could. Oh, just yes. like such a dick.
0: So we're introduced <laughs> to Ludus as Phil is in utter, utter danger. And then, you know, Ludus pops out of nowhere, rips the face off of Houdini. And then he imparts this.
2: Who are you? They call me Ludus! Ludus!
1: I should thank you you could
2: <laughs> thanks <laughs> and he has to scream all the time it's just oh he he does the character is so hilarious <laughs> he is. the montage of of him speaking about how this happened and oh, how yes. he was directly involved and it's just different angles and close-ups on the mask
0: oh yeah. Well, see, it's funny because now, yeah, we're jumping in to... We're jumping uh, all over the place. We're, we're, getting, we're going all that. over the place.
2: <laughs> but it
0: happens to be that during that montage is when we are introduced to another character who I really liked, which is also played by the director. So, by the way, I forgot to mention, the director, Drew Baldock. he plays the main character, Phil O'Genie, as well as a character named Drew. Mm-hmm. So what's hilarious is this Drew and ludus they're actually scientists but throughout most of the movie when you see this flashback they're clearly in a basement there's like there's like porno pictures taped to the walls they're working on plastic tables it's such a shitty janky setup but you don't realize and you think that oh this is just low budget schlock right but it isn't until drew's dad comes downstairs (laughs) and then you realize oh wait no they actually are just a couple of like nerdy guys trying to, to figure this basement. thing out in the basement so it's 100 <laughs> percent justified but i i do like drew his character and his he has he's so fucking single-minded about why they're doing what they're doing and this is his entire motivation
1: i'm talking about super hot bitches Girls that, that really know how to suck a cock.
0: Yeah, I don't really know any women like that. You will.
1: When we're rich and famous, it will be some serious, total, balls to the wall, cock sucking. Just the way it is.
2: Just the way it is.
1: <laughs> He's clearly
0: got an agenda. And another character I really liked was the pharmaceutical head they go to pitch their product too and how they pitch they talk about how the serum they're making is supposed to essentially make your dick get bigger and stronger and the proof of concept is a picture of a bat with a raging erection (laughs) (laughs) And, and this is his reaction to seeing
1: that whoa that's amazing I mean, not- I'm not saying I have a small dick or anything, cause I don't. But, uh, man, this is good. I have this friend. His name is Jim. Jim J. 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 Jim. Let's call him that. Well, he's got this little tiny rod of a piece of shit dick that no one would ever want to fuck. And he, I mean, I- I MEAN HE! FUCK! <laughs> he would love it. I'll give you the funding.
0: <laughs> it's, it's it's that easy. I really liked that fella quite a bit, and of course, I have to give a little props to this crazy towards the end sequence where we meet an ex girlfriend of Phil's. He is he learns that he has knocked her up, mm-hmm. and so she goes back to his place to have an abortion because with a coat hanger. <laughs> Well, and then they do a (laughs) wonderful joke, but uh, so this this is how that goes out.
1: Do you have any coat hangers? All All
2: plastic.
1: What kind of a loser doesn't have metal coat hangers? Because he's just got nothing but plastic (laughs) ones.
0: (laughs) Suffice to say, he does find one, and she has some rules.
1: All right, go wash it off. What, you think I got filthy coat hangers? Well, if it's going in my pussy, go wash it off.
0: To which he has (laughs) this wonderful experience washing it.
1: Make sure to use antibacterial soap. What? Make sure to use antibacterial soap.
2: I don't have any. Ultra-concentrated Dawn is going to have to do. (laughs) (laughs) just <laughs> the way he says it was such slight
0: disregard but it's so fucking specific Don, ultra concentrated oh my god oh it, there, it, there's there's tons of wonderful things going on in this movie we also have of course we never even touched on missandra who is the badass female co-lead and yeah. so many so many people but We'll, I'm sure we'll touch on them at some point. So let's move on to the next one, shall we? The story. So did the story make sense to
2: you, Chris? You know, it actually did. <laughs> because because you figure they wanted to get this this special um, cox serum out to everybody. And the only way that they saw that they could do that, or the guy who gave them the funding, saw that they could do that and he could make a lot of money is if they put it in the water supply. <laughs> And everybody got the serum. <laughs> yeah, that's, so, yeah. And yeah. and it had bad adverse reactions and they didn't realize it. So the story makes sense. It is absolutely ridiculous how you had people running around in the woods just blowing jizz all over everything. That was <laughs> well, I that's mean that, that's a that's a
0: <laughs> byproduct of the of the taint, you know? Yeah. I, I will say that again, I absolutely love this movie, but we always, I I can't always just you know throw glitter and pixie dust and everything. One thing I will say is I wish it was it was a little bit better organized because it does kind of <laughs> go all over the place. You yeah. know, uh, we we drop into exposition land a couple times, but you know what? Again, every fucking chapter or vignette in this film is so utterly bad shit. <laughs> I don't really care because it 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 at least they take time to engage me in what's going on, no
2: matter how fucking crazy it is. So, reveal about Ludus <laughs> is great. You could follow it, and and what you couldn't follow, like you said, you know, you had you had Ludus and people explaining things on what's happening. And so I feel like, in that sense, yes, you could follow it. Better organized, okay, I'll give you that. But overall, you could follow the story. Oh,
0: absolutely, yeah.
2: That's why I say yes. It does make sense. That's for those reasons.
0: It does. And speaking of making sense of things, this guy has a pretty good reason and rationale, right?
2: We have to put a stop to Coxanium.
1: Oh, really? I have a vision, a dream of what could be thanks to Coxantium. And I'm not just stroking egos here, boy, we're creating a whole new world, a utopian society where all men are of equal value, and all women will tremble before the might of our raging, throbbing, cockage, collective, bonerage, and all will be well and everyone's cock will be sucked. People are dying. We have to put a stop to it. No one's going to stop anything ever again. I've seen what Coxantium can do. You must thrust it upon every orifice of society immediately. This remote will double penetrate Coxantium into the water yes. supply, <laughs> rendering huge boners, raging cocks. it. But I must. You don't have to. I can't. But no, I, I will. will.
2: I mean, what do you say to that? (laughs) I I love the fact
0: that, I don't know if this is partly story or ventures into the what the fuck. Uh, You know, we'll just move to the what the fuck. I think one of the best, biggest what the fucks that I can actually offer about this movie is I will actually posit that there is more subtext to this film than we give it credit. First of all, I like that this reveal of him unleashing the taint into the water supply is clearly just coming from this one dude who is like, it, it's speaking on the fact that you got a guy with a little dick who knows that this can make his dick and everybody else's dick the exact same. They all just grow to whatever proportions, you know, those prosthetic dicks are in this movie. <laughs> Everybody's got the same dick. And it's like he it, he's trying to take that that differentiation of men out of the calculus of life. So it's like there's something interesting about how penis envy and penis obsession in our culture or society or the zeitgeist or whatever. I think that I feel like they're saying something about that here. The other mm. thing I find very interesting is I always thought that the name Phil O'Ginney was weird, right? <laughs> I was just yeah. like, that's such a strange name. But then I wondered, I wonder if there's an actual word that they're p- making a play off of. And lo and behold, quick Google search later, there is a branch of biology called phylogeny, which if you look at how it's spelled, and if you pronounce it, it's P-H-Y-L-O-G-E-N-Y. And it could be phylogeny. (laughs) And what it means is it is the relationship between all organisms on Earth that have descended from a common ancestor. So I feel like there's something at play there, too. So I, I I would love to talk to Drew about this and get some answers and say is that just a happy accident did you see that word in biology or did you do this on purpose where you're making a statement about how this the evolute like man's insertion of things out of vanity can create repercussions that end up affecting biology at large i don't know that's just one big
2: A lot more thought went into it than we do give it credit for. I think you're right about that. Um but one thing that, that I I just I just love the, the, the fact that this guy has a remote control that can release something into our water supply at the push of a button in his office. That's that's a, that's a pretty great what is, the fuck. That's that's pretty. That's I would pretty say good. I would say that would be the one that's like. So really, <laughs> you could just you could just release coxanium like that. Like you don't even have to, you don't even have to go anywhere. You just push a button. <laughs> Into the entire water supply, mind you. The entire sometimes, water supply. <laughs>
0: it's, you know, sometimes you don't know when you're going to need to release something into, uh, you know, a metropolis's water supply. So. You
2: need to have a remote for that, I agree.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> this next one I'll bring up is uh, will require a little bit of explanation as it's happening, but it does involve the it does involve the abortion, attempted abortion sequence. <laughs> so, Phil has the girl down she's ready he's got the coat hanger he puts a condom on the coat hanger because <laughs> why not and he he contemplates if he needs his white shades or his dark shades for this and you know what this is a dark shades kind of moment and this exchange happens
1: Yeah, you know, I really believed you when you said you loved me If it makes you feel any better. I believe me too.
0: Racing. Condom hanger. is approaching.
2: Oh. Oh.
1: Sick. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Where'd the condom go?
2: it's
0: ridiculous (laughs) and what's great is you know so it becomes this whole sequence of sharing time down in ludus's basement it's where he tells them the story about how he created the the taint and everything and then that's when phil decides to share his truth with with ludus and Miss Andrea. And then that's when you find out about that. And of course, right after the condom then disappears, we pop back to Lutus. And that's when he drops the most awful reveal of all that the wine they had been drinking yes paint in it. <laughs> and I have to say, I was pretty impressed. I was like, that's a good twist. That's a fun little twist. Yeah. But don't worry, the twists keep coming because just when you think everything's all squared away, and then you are getting this, this, monumental speech from Miss She goes to comfort Phil, because he realizes that he is now tainted and it's only a matter of time before he becomes a misogynist. And he knows in his heart that he is not one.
1: <laughs> You're not a misogynist. You did what she wanted you to do. You're not like those monsters out there, but you will be, you will be. I will. How did you become such a cool and amazing woman? When I was a kid, my father told me that I was just as smart, as strong, and talented as any man. That I, as a woman, can be a statement. That my personality, my character, can be the solution to all sexual inequalities in American society, that I, as I stand here, can embody everything any woman could ever possibly achieve.
0: <laughs> and then a giant dick bursts through the front of her face
2: <laughs> as
0: Lutus skull fucks her from the back. And then he proceeds to jizz profusely on film. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Almost <of this>. oh. <laughs> Misogynistic son of a bitch <laughs>
0: <laughs> And of course he shoots him in the dick. So um yeah, that was that was a fun what the fuck that was
2: that was uh that was unexpected yes it was very much unexpected
0: and honestly any of the the overkill is always a bit what the fuck (laughs) you know there was a lot of that there there certainly was (laughs) man it's it's good times (laughs) well any other what the fuck stand out for you
2: I mean, uh, honestly, the very opening scene where he's running through the woods and from from the guy with the yeah. jacket cock who's trying to get him, and he has to light a cigarette while he's running away, yes. sort of sets the tone for the character. Oh
1: yeah, he,
2: hey, <laughs> like, he really, really Dude,
0: ha- hashtag priorities, bro. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> is he lighting a cigarette right now? I, and the fact know. that he, he, and the fact that he always wears the same clothing which i know even in the flashback scenes and when he's in high school he's wearing the (laughs) exact same clothes there's no wardrobe change at all for him
0: oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) and you know let's ah, dude i gotta bring up super fucking random but uh, a huge what the fuck and also
2: shockingly moving for me was the cartoon in the middle of the movie with the rabbits. That was a little, (laughs) that was kind of messed up. (laughs) It was.
0: So they're watching TV and what you see are these two cartoon rabbits, a baby rabbit and a papa rabbit talking inside of a, of a room that has blood spatters everywhere. (laughs) And you realize that, you know, he's talking about how he's going to go and get the mom. And he, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna get out of this. They're gonna take care of this, and then you see that they're actually in a cage, and a doctor reaches in and grabs the father, <laughs> and, and this is just fucking heartbreaking. It's so bad. No,
1: I have to get my son out of here. I have to get my son.
2: No. Papa! <laughs>
0: And then they go on to just do all sorts of fucked up shit to the poor papa rabbit while the baby watches. Watches the whole thing and from it's the cage. So,
2: it's so fucked up. It's so sad. It was the most disturbing part. Aside was from the gore and ripping brains out and dicks punching through faces, that cartoon was disturbing. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's,
0: it's then we get followed up by a wonderful example of, it was like, man, domestic domestic, psychological borderline physical abuse here with none other than Houdini before the, uh, Mr. Johnson, I guess is his name at the time, before mm-hmm. the taint, where his girlfriend who was watching the movie with them, gets a call that her grandmother died. <laughs> and then he just keeps asking this question. So you're not hurt? No. Why do you keep asking me that? I just want to make you...
1: <laughs> but you're not. What? Hurt. No, what the hell
0: is wrong with you?
1: I know. I know it'll help. You.
2: What are you doing?
1: I'm gonna give you something to cry about. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: it's, why are you crying? I'm, my grandmother died, but are you hurt? No. Then why are you crying? <laughs> oh, I, let me give you something. To, I was like, what it's the so fuck is wrong with this guy? Dichotic. But <laughs> of course, you find out it's all because of his his dad doing the same thing to him. But mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, you know, we talked about the the gang rape thing. And I feel like we kind of need to let the audience hear that particular sequence gotta visit that, gotta visit that one <laughs> it is so wonderfully <laughs> fucked up uh, again, hey, that's why the disclaimer's there we're making funnies out of not funnies like this
1: you see Phil, there is no society anymore Okay, rapes okay now back up pick up bro you know what you are man? you're a cock blocker a filthy cock blocker you're right I am a cock blocker. I'm the best cock blocker that I know. You know what? All your cocks just got blocked. Nobody blocks my
2: cock! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Jesus Christ.
0: Oh, man, I mean, this, it just goes, it goes, it keeps going. It does not it's stop. Wonderful. It doesn't stop. <laughs> it, it doesn't. You know, something, I, it's not a what the fuck, but I will call it out because I really liked it a lot would be the music. Yeah, the music. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> I really dug the music. And this is one of those, this is a straight up 110% true indie film in that Drew and Dan did everything. They direct it, produce the special effects, the editing, the music, every fucking thing was done by two dudes, which is fantastic. It's impressive. Very it, it impressive. Is. I mean, they did so much more than we two did in another <laughs> film. But uh, I mean, look, let's let's just hear some of this track right here. <laughs> I mean, this is like this is a great montage cut. It, it and it's perfect. It, this is because it's a montage song. It, it captures it it's perfect <laughs> so you, and then obviously you have the, uh, the entire introduction of the film which has a pretty solid uh, uh, song too <laughs> but I'm also I'm also a fucking nut for the the retro synth sound so I, you know everything the the only thing I'll say I'll be honest about this look the acting in this movie is clearly not all that fantastic (laughs) I mean I'd be I'd be fucking lying if I said it was but it honestly doesn't fucking matter because everything else is so on point it it all balances out the effects I'm I'm really impressed with the effects actually I had to look at on my computer do it slow motion just to see how some of those those head-crushing sequences work because they're seamlessly composited between yeah. real and practical effects. So huge, huge props to the actual the, the prosthetic effects, the gore effects, the penises that explode, all the jizz, <laughs> buckets of blood. <laughs> I mean, it's all good. It's all fantastic. It's, it's, you know, the music's top-notch. The editing's pretty fun. it it keeps things moving and again there's also like some weird fucking crazy visuals you know you have the beginning of the movie it starts with a dream where it's like the birth like you see the birth canal inside the vagina which is also funny because there's that cutaway to (laughs) when miss sandra and her boyfriend get together and then you just see the inside with a dick
2: (laughs) (laughs) you see it (laughs) sex from a first person point of view is so fucking amazing I almost forgot about that.
0: Yeah. And and let's also not forget, Drew's undying commitment to this film, in that unless this was a really, really well-done composite, he throws up for real in this movie. Like, oh, yeah. that, is, that is actually the look of a man who drank a bunch of fucking Gatorade and maybe some chicken soup, and just stuck a finger right down his throat Mm -hmm. right before the take because this is some lavish and very real vomit it was real (laughs) so kudos to you for good lord that's a lot (laughs) um because you know i love the torch of the audience All right, how many of you out there just sort of felt a <laughs> gag because you can't watch or, or hear somebody throw up? I apologize. Send me an email. Let me know if that happened.
2: <laughs> While you're driving in your car. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Pull over, please, before.
0: <laughs> oh, this this movie is <sighs> so much fun. It, it, is, it really is something special. Um, yeah, oh my God. Uh, So let's, let's get to the real important question here, Chris. So how subversive was this movie
2: to you on a scale of one to 10? On a scale of one to 10, how subversive? Yes. Uh, I mean, I would say, where did, where did I put the, uh, where did I put Trash Humpers? Oh, <laughs> we I'm put trash you- <laughs> we put trash humpers at a solid one, at a one okay, <laughs> so yeah, so in that case, this is a ten <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. i'm gonna I'm gonna give this one I, dude, I, look, I'll be the first to say it i yeah. I am biased. I fucking love this movie. It is so fucking insane, and I, it's a testament to indie filmmaking that just does not give a fuck, and that's fantastic. So, important question, how do you get to see this film? Well, I'll tell you. They luckily got picked up by the the royalty and uh, the heir-apparents of of trashy cinema, B-cinema, indie film of the world, Troma Films. Troma picked up the movie for distribution. (laughs) So you can get the movie at Troma.com. And look for the film, The Taint. You can get it through their Troma Direct or on Amazon.com there. You apparently also get it on Vimeo On Demand or Troma Now. This is fun. This this quote from the AV Club says, Horror flicks are a dime a dozen, but The Taint seems to examine the genre with a postmodern wink. And I will, I will fully agree with that. So kudos to them. Kudos to Troma for picking this, this gem up. And that's where you can find it so there you have it it is the taint from 2011 well according to troma says 2010 but imdb says 2011 so whatever if it has a pink cover you know you're getting the right movie so there you have it uh chris man thank you for for watching this one i hope again i'm glad that you enjoyed it but i hope that this one makes up for all the the other missteps
2: (laughs) I, I'm not going to let you live down trash humpers. Um, this does make up for a lot of trash humpers, but it does not make up for me watching that entire movie. So I will just leave it at that. Fair
0: enough. Fair enough. <laughs> well, thanks again, man. It's it's a pleasure as always. I appreciate you and I appreciate all of you listeners out there. So please check out the film and let me know what you thought of it. You can hit me up at subversive show at gmail.com and you can uh, tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. And if you have a movie you'd like to suggest, you can send me an email there or you can actually find me at subversivecinemapodcast.com and you can submit a suggestion for a film there too. So The Taint, available through trauma. Check it out. You will not regret it. Good stuff. Yes, absolutely. All right, y'all, stay subversive. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you leave us a review and a five-star rating at your preferred podcast provider. Tell a friend so they can check it out, too. And follow us on Instagram at subversive underscore cinema for more content. Subversive Cinema.